0: Welcome back to another episode of Commission Impossible. My name is Scott Fish and with me as always is the man Ryan McDowell. We are we are guestless though, Ryan. We don't have a guest. We we got to get one. We got to get one in here. You know I, anybody? I, I know, right? I, I think uh, I think we've come full circle on this. We we like the <laughs> dynamic of having two hosts. Uh, we like we like not having guests. I don't know how Nathan wiggled his way onto this show.
1: Yeah. But uh, <laughs>
0: oh i love nathan uh but yeah our 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 next guest is going to be it we've decided right uh i think so yeah yeah, I think so too. Our next guest is going to be uh, John Bosch when he when we figure out when he can come on with us. Uh, he does a lot of awesome stuff out there, um, a lot of very uh, interesting, uh, unique stuff out there, and it's uh, it'll be fun to have a have a third person on here to chat with some stuff. Um, you know what? Let's not invite him on. Let's just make sure he listens to this show, which I think he does. He used to. But if he doesn't hear this, then uh, I'm going to assume he doesn't listen. And he doesn't deserve to come on, right? I like the idea. <laughs> We're going we will, to
1: make him invite himself.
0: Yes, yes. John, Perfect. if you if you still listen to the show, contact us and we'll get you on the show. But if you don't contact us, <laughs> you are dead to us. <laughs> uh, anyway. We'll, be- we'll know. <laughs> yes. Well, we've become known for our commissioning over the years and got to start a podcast to help other commissioners out there. If you are new to the show, all our episodes are evergreen, which is crazy rare in the fantasy football industry. Normally, normally a show is uh, dead after a week or two because information has changed. But this this show is pretty evergreen. Listen to all of them, binge binge listen to them. They're pretty they're pretty good. We go over listener questions, bad commissioner stories, interesting league ideas people have sent us. We go over some of our own ideas that have become super popular out there. We answer just about every email we get. We answer a good amount of them. If you want to email us, email commishpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at commishpod. Follow me on Twitter at Scottfish24. Follow Ryan on Twitter at RyanMC23. Now, on to the show. Oh, Ryan, that was a lot to say. <laughs> that was, that was heavy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I basically go through that intro every time, and uh, sometimes I change it up a little, sometimes I don't, but I, I get most of the stuff in there. Uh, the first thing I want to bring up on the show today, Ryan, John McGlynn on Twitter, I think I'm pronouncing his last name right, John McGlynn, yes. uh, he tweeted uh, uh, at uh, both of us, I believe. He tweeted at both of us about something that happened in two of his leagues that I've... <laughs> Was shocking to me. I th- I feel like I've heard of this before, but it's just ridiculous. Uh, two guys in two different leagues of his together. Uh, they're like guy A and guy B are in one league, and then they're in another league. So they're in two different leagues, but they're in, you know they're both in it. They made trades that benefit each team individually, but in each one of different leagues. So example in in a superflex league, Mahomes for Aaron Jones. And in a different league, uh, Dalvin Cook for Allen Robinson. <laughs> so, like, you got one-sided trades in each league, but because the two owners are the same in both leagues, you like, benefit me in this one, I'll benefit you in the other one. Um, and they didn't find a problem with it. Obviously, John, who is a heads-up commission, or just, you know, this is a bad trade.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This one, uh, a bad deal. Uh, I think John was probably less asking for advice and more of like one of those sanity checks. Like, am I, I'm not the only one that thinks this is crazy. Right. And and he's certainly not. That's, um, yeah, that's, that's a no, no. That's, I don't guess you can say it's a, uh, a like a textbook case of collusion because that's, uh, that that's a pretty uh, rare situation. Yeah, But um if you have leagues like the pigs leagues, where you have a lot of the same owners in, in multiple leagues, I have the mm-hmm. same thing with kitchen sink leagues. I mean, I, I won't, I won't say that I haven't thought of it. You know, you, <laughs> you scratch my back here and I, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty obvious move, but it's not one you're going to get away with very often. And, and certainly it's, it's not okay.
0: Yeah. I, the uh the point is if you're a halfway decent commission, you realize right away this is no good. Uh, I read this question and I'm like I thought to myself long and hard because it's obviously like you're colluding against the other teams in each of the leagues really um you're it's it's definitely a dirty trade no matter what terminology you want to use it, it's dirty and no good. But uh, I tried to rack my brain. In what instance could this be possible? <laughs> and I shot John a message. I'm like, you know what? Unless this super rare instance where it's two sister leagues, where all 12 owners are exactly the same in both leagues, and both leagues say in the bylaws, you can do this. Maybe you can. <laughs> but that's about the only single rare probably doesn't even exist instance in which this would be okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it would be fun to come up with a league like that, but, yeah. uh, but overall, um, yeah. In, in, in general, this is not going to fly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's bad news. Bad news.
0: Uh, Paul from Twitter at P win dynasty, you know, Paul, I'm sure Ryan. I do. Yes. Paul's yeah. in
1: some of my leagues as well. Yeah, he,
0: he plays in, plays in lots of uh, leagues and uh, mocks and does lots of, He's on the Twitters. Uh, he has a question for us. Uh, this is from Twitter. Hey guys, have you ever done an episode on poaching from da- taxi squads before? I believe we've touched on it, but you know what, Ryan, why don't you just read our first email? That's what we call a segue in the biz. Oh,
1: oh, is it? Wow. All right. <laughs> I wasn't even prepared for that. Um, okay. This is from Jake from State Farm, uh, State Farm New Hampshire, evidently. Uh, he says, Scott and Ryan recently took over commish powers after my first ever year as a dynasty owner. Shout out to John Bosch, our buddy, uh, for setting up Dynasty Origins Uh, League last offseason as a new Commissioner pod was recommended to me I've binged a few episodes so Apologize if I missed this My league recently voted on having three man taxi squad To include rookie and second year players We're allowing taxi squad Rating with compensation that requires A compensatory draft Pick a round higher than the player Was drafted several Questions have been asked to me uh, Which I didn't have the answer they are As follows all right so Basic setup is You've got a three-man taxi squad and you're giving other owners in the league the chance to steal a player from that taxi squad. Right. All right. So Jake's questions. How do you compensate for second-year players since we didn't have a rookie draft, only a startup draft? All right. How about rookie ADP from the year they came out of? That's it. That that was my first thought. Uh, You can find that. uh, You can find rookie ADP on DLF. We have that dating back to uh, I think 2015 or 16. So we definitely have the information you need there. And if you're not a subscriber, let me know. We'll get you that. We'll get you that ADP for sure. That's what I would use exactly. That's that's what I was thinking of as, as I read that question. Second question about this. Do you allow waiver wire ads to go onto the taxi squad? If so, how do you compensate an owner for rating that player? We have a five round rookie draft and fifth. Doesn't feel like appropriate compensation for taking a player you just had to spend fab on. Mm, I would probably not allow uh, waiver wire ads to go to taxi squad. I think I think I would just uh, set that taxi squad uh, prior to the season, and then uh, it's, it's only drafted players. That's that's probably how I would handle things. Okay. You sound like you've got a different answer there. Do no, I think that? that I think
0: that's a good answer. Um, I think if you do allow them, and you like having your taxi open during the season, which is actually pretty rare, I think most taxis do close during the season. Mine, mine stay open. I've seen others stay open, but uh, most, uh, a lot of them stay closed at least for demotion. Um, I think that's I think that's fair. I, I'm going to kind of touch on both. You should probably have uh, maybe a third round cap though, like. Um, mm no fourth or there's no fourth or fifth round poaching. Uh, If a waiver wire, if you are going to allow waiver wire ads, or even you have a fourth rounder on your taxi squad, um, maybe make it. So the, the, a person poaching has to give up at least a third, if not a second or first, depending on the the player they're poaching. So I I would, I would put like a, a max cap on it of like a third round rookie pick.
1: Yeah. I like that idea as well. Uh, and then, last question: Do you allow players to be activated, deactivated from Taxi Squad multiple times, or just once? And then he he notes, except players who are already activated because of a, a steal attempt or a raid attempt. Uh, and he I- says he believes those players should be on un- should be unable to ever return to Taxi Squad. And I agree with that. I agree with that as well. And I would actually. I would actually just lock it in. So uh you've got your taxi squad. I, I don't mind moving up and down in general on a taxi squad. Like you said that's allowed in your leagues. But mm-hmm. when you when you're in a league that allows for poaching or raiding, I think you have to leave it. You have to lock it in. Yeah.
0: Uh I'm I'm fine with moving up and down, but if you don't want to, I mean MFL makes it really easy on you if you have your league on MFL, which I am assuming you do. If you have a taxi squad, not a lot of places do that. They have a once promoted a player cannot be demoted back to the taxi squad for X amount of days. You just put that at like nine ninety nine or whatever, and that means if 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 you promote a player, they are done being on uh, being on taxi squad, and that's a fairly easy setting to throw on there. Um, uh, For my money, I'm just going to add to this, about the the way I like poaching in taxi squads is um, you make it, uh, if you try, this is a very general basic taxi squad poaching rule that I throw out there. Um, I think we answered all those questions, didn't we, Ryan, before I go into this? Yes, I think so. Yeah, I think I think we did. Okay, the the very general poaching rule that I, I like to throw out there that's a pretty easy basic rule is if you want to poach a taxi squad player from someone else, that probably means they've they've garnered some decent value no matter where they were picked. I think it should cost a second rounder and a fourth rounder, two picks. Mm. And if uh mm. and if the person you know, the person can say no, I'm not taking the second and fourth I'm promoting him you know, yeah. to block it uh, in which case they get the fourth rounder. This, this makes it so people don't try to poach taxi squad players simply to force people to promote them. Do, do I need to explain that again? I, I might need to explain that again.
1: No, I, I think that's, I think that's fair. Um, and, and I like the, I like the added compensation because if you, if you're
0: forcing someone to promote a player they don't want to, yeah. Like if you're if you're like I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna. Otherwise, you might get people that just start faked. I'm gonna like uh, this is just a joke instance, but Saquon Barkley's on someone's taxi squad. I'm gonna force you to promote him, you know. And the person's like, I'm gonna keep him, like you. you sh- and they're forced to promote him because of that fake poach. There should be compensation. So that's why I like the rule of you throw a second and a fourth at a guy to poach their player. If the guy promotes him, that team still gets the fourth just because you tried to poach, just because you forced that promotion.
1: I like it. I'm now, I haven't done one of these leagues in quite a while. Um, but now I'm just I'm, I'm thinking about some different options. What if you kind of turned poaching into an auction? Uh-huh. So if I want to poach, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, Deontay Johnson. Like okay. that's a player that might've been on your taxi squad. Okay. If I want to poach Deontay Johnson from your taxi squad, you got him in the third round last year. So I have to, the the minimum attempt might be a second rounder. Okay. And, so, so this would be a public, public to the league poach attempt. And now anybody else could jump in with their offer. Oh, I like it. You know, like so maybe somebody who's has a bad team offers his second rounder. Maybe somebody offers two second rounders and then it just becomes a, a trade block situation.
0: Yeah. I, I, it's kind of along The, the public trading thing that uh, we've brought up several times on the show now. Yeah. Um, I do like it. I do like it. Um, I can see instances where a league might just be trying to force someone to, you know, promote a guy from their taxi just to force an issue there. But, uh, you know, maybe not, but yeah.
1: Yeah. The only thing I found with, with having this rule in my leagues and it's been, it's been almost 10 years since I've, um, since I played in one of these, It basically just became, you can't have, you can't have anybody good on your taxi squad, (laughs) right? Right. So it, it, it kind of hurt the overall purpose of the taxi squad. So if you're going to do it, I think you have to do what you've described and basically make it tough to poach or, or even to attempt to poach.
0: Yeah, it's if if you're gonna poach, it's gotta cost you something, and it's it's easier in bankroll leagues because you can just throw a monetary value, like some auction dollars, at that issue. But yeah, there's uh, that's that's why I say I'm assuming a four round rookie draft, and I'm like, you have to trade a second rounder and a fourth rounder to get the guy. If you don't get him, you still have to give the fourth. But I know problems arise when people have already traded those picks away and maybe that just means you can't poach.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, if you traded those picks away, maybe that just means you can't, you can't attempt to poach a player from someone else.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair.
0: But yeah, that's, that's one thing I try to put out there is that if someone attempts to poach, there should be a, a penalty to that. If they don't get it, you don't want people just, you know, constantly forcing people to promote players for no, you know, just because they're, I don't know. A jerk, (laughs) I guess. Um, yeah, that's more than enough time on poaching. Uh, so I hope that helped, uh, Paul and Jake from state farm in New Hampshire. Apparently.
1: (laughs) It's a good conversation. It's it's been a while since we talked about that.
0: Yeah. This is from Josh and Shane in beautiful RVA, Richmond, Virginia. Uh, not really a question here. I'm just going to read it real quick. Uh, what is up, gentlemen? Us guys at the Flug Fantasy League of Ordinary Gentlemen. By the way, Ryan, when we went through the league names on yes. League Safe, like about a year or two ago, uh, Fantasy League of Ordinary Gentlemen or Extraordinary Gentlemen, stuff like that, was like top five common, really? most common names. And that was really surprising to me. Yeah. That it was such a common name, the the fancy league of ordinary gentlemen, or uh, league of extraordinary gentlemen, a league of ordinary gentlemen, league of fantasy gentlemen, that kind of stuff was littered all over League Safe in a good way. I mean, it's a lot of people yeah. name their leagues stuff like that. That's cool. Um, formerly the America the Beautiful podcast, Love CI, and of course, listen to all of them. Good. We love that. We're huge proponents of live drafting. And we've attempted to take it to the next level. This past Summer summer was our second year of our Flugfest, and it was awesome. <laughs> Ryan, are you read the log? Yes. It was it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome as I changed some words. We got 24 guys together and had an all-day adult field day that included drinking and different sporting events. Punting closest to a Closest to a spot on the field, field goal, mug chug, water balloon elimination battle, disc golf, closest to a spot on the field, backwards 40-yard dash, QB accuracy (laughs) challenge, knockout, or lightning, as you call it where I come from, basketball, Uh, closest to pin chipping challenge, golf. Uh, They just have a bunch listed, and I'm sure you can think of a bunch more awesome ones. Uh, They didn't say that. I just did. Uh, We all meet up at 11 in the morning at Shane's and then on to beautiful RVA where we do all the events. Back to Shane's that afternoon for the Flug Feast. Then we have our draft using combined scores from all the events to determine the draft order that night. Two copies of each player, two at every position. It's a super long day, but amazing. Maybe you guys can come next year. That
1: sounds pretty fun and I kind of want to go, Ryan. Uh, Sorry, I wasn't listening. I was busy finding out how far Richmond, Virginia is (laughs) putting uh, that into Google um, Maps. I know I'm a little farther,
0: but that that seems like a really fun day
1: that. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds pretty amazing.
0: I, I read it because I, I thought to myself, you know, it's not a question, it's not a league idea, it's a, but it's a draft day idea. And do you, how many draft yeah. day questions do we get? How do we disread our draft order? How many? Like, there's a bunch of fun stuff in that in that email that they do. Like, I encourage people to make a full day of of this kind of stuff. Every time I hear of people doing full days, um, for their draft, I think to myself, man, I am, I I'm underperforming as a commissioner in my, you know. 28 year home league here uh cuz uh you know we we all get together everyone is here it's live we have a live draft we have food and drinks and usually grilling or whatever it's a, it's a fun you know 5 6 whatever hours it's but it's like you know it's it's a midday t- through the midday through the evening thing this sounds like fun
1: this yeah this sounds amazing um I think now is a good time to throw this in, Scott. I meant to tell you this, um, you know, off the air, in in our in our own conversation. But our buddy Dan Myler, yeah, is is starting a new league. Yep, I've new, I've heard
0: about this a little new,
1: new dynasty startup league. It's um, it's an auction league, and his his idea started in that he want he wanted a league of people in his area. He lives in South Dakota. So you think it might, might be tough, but he's found, that's pretty close to me. Actually. He's found 23 other guys he's or other, other folks. He's going to have a 24 man, 24 person league uh-huh. live auction startup draft uh-huh. or live auction startup. I should say. And this is, this is the cool part that I, I'm sure it's happened. Obviously, I haven't heard of it. I certainly haven't experienced it. Dan has brought in an actual auctioneer to do the the live startup auction.
0: You're you're gonna hate me right now because I hate doing this. I always hate doing this. No, chart charges live auction has had a live auctioneer for about twenty years.
1: Yeah. Oh, like I said, I'm sure it. I'm sure (laughs) it. But
0: but no, that's somebody's come up with the idea.
1: Yeah. But uh, that's amazing. I was jealous, and now Dan is trying to convince me to come to South Dakota. I think you should do it to experience. <laughs> I like help right there. I think you should do it. <laughs> I I, mean, I should do it, huh? Yeah, yeah. You should
0: drive there, and you know, head north first, and then cut
1: across. I could, I could be convinced. I'm i'm at least i'm at least in the middle somewhere i'm i'm thinking about it but uh yeah it, it sounds like it's just another one of those experiences you want the the draft or the auction to be you want it to be the best part of the league absolutely and that's what that's what josh and shane here have in their league that's what dan has going uh yeah. in his new league and yeah just it's this sounds amazing i i would love to come actually so i'd When, when is, is that in the summer? I need to, I need to make a trip to Virginia. That'd be awesome. That'd be really awesome. They should. uh, I
0: mean, (laughs) yeah, they should definitely, definitely uh, do it up for that. You should go. I think you should really go. That sounds awesome. All Uh, right. I'd have a better chance of getting invited to that one than charges. Never invited me to one of his leagues. He knows I wouldn't play. (laughs) charge is <laughs> very big on dynasty leagues should have like 16 player rosters. Oh, Oh, <laughs> oh.
1: well, I don't know about that. All right. We doing another, Oh, uh, but every,
0: the, that's one of the things that we always say on this. Everybody can have their preferences and play however they want, you know, and especially if you can find 10, 12, 15 people, whatever it is to play with you and loves those settings too. It's great. It's awesome. Um, that is not for me though uh, <laughs> The The next one Yeah,
1: you can read the next one It's from um, it's for right. our friend Tommy It is from Tom Kislingberry uh, From London, England He didn't tell us that, I just know uh, Should we
0: even read it at this point?
1: You know, Tom We like to pat ourselves on the back For all these league ideas Scott, for mm-hmm. pigs and Kitchen sink and hyperactive and all these all these fun leagues. Tom's a creative one. Tom he thinks up some good. good stuff. He's pretty good. So he came up with uh, what vampire leagues, basically. Is that right? Yep. 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 So vampire that was that was a couple years ago, or maybe last year. Two years uh, ago, I think. Yep. He just last week put out a new league idea on Twitter for. Uh, it, it's kind of a takeoff on. Um, Oh, what do we call it, Scott? Not Devi leagues, but where you draft no, the pipeline team. league. Yeah, pipeline league. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah, in, in fact,
0: in his first post of that, he said you start with a pipeline league.
1: Right, right. Start so he he kind of took that league yep. and he uh, he shifted it and altered it a little bit and made that a pretty cool setup. She... Yeah. <clears throat> and Go now ahead. he's given us another league idea. He says, hi, Ryan and Scott. I had a league idea while listening to the latest episode. How about a listener league for commissioners? You battle commissioners against each other on how great a league they run. Uh, Percentage of returning owners, average trades per team, length of league, speed of payouts, public vote of league happiness, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He says, it's a silly gimmick, but I would love to hear uh about more great commissioners
0: oof man there's uh i'm not sure how you do both uh, see percent of returning owners and length of like if you're gonna have a league like that you'd almost have to start like have each commissioner start whatever league they decide to do at the same time right so like That's length, that length of true. lead would be a little tough to add to that uh speed of payouts i would crush unless there are leagues that uh <laughs> that people are like refusing to acknowledge stat corrections and pay out before them like i pay out thursday morning like uh, right after stat corrections i have my payouts you're good like, it's um, it's cr- if if by monday everybody is not paid out like that that's a shock in my world and i I'm, I'm saying lots of people can do it i just don't i just want it done you know like <laughs> When that week hits, I'm like, I need this done.
1: Well, I think you would probably crush on average trades per team as well. i've I've heard about some some crazy numbers in the Pigs Leagues. Right, right. But uh, I think, uh, you know,
0: that was in the earlier years and it's it's toned down a little yeah. as years go that's, on. That's pretty common too, though. That's just a dynasty league thing. It, 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 it slows down a little. People settle into being in love with the team they have. And, you know, they've, they've, they've a couple years invested in, you know, what the, yeah. Um, the trade addicts leagues though, Russell, Russell Fisher, dynasty mm-hmm. Outhouse, uh, I think he would have, uh, have some high numbers on that average trades per team thing as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's say It sounds fun. It sounds fun. I I don't know. There, you'd have to. I'd like to see some guidelines on it and stuff. But it's it's an interesting idea. <laughs> As always, from from Tom. Yeah, God I love Tom. Ah, uh, Larry from Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. See, that's just confusing right there. <laughs> I'm just gonna pretend that's Arizona. <laughs> uh, you throw the Vill on there and maybe it sounds a little more Pennsylvanian I guess um, are there a lot of vills in Pennsylvania I feel like they are I don't know I just associate the
1: two I guess I don't
0: know I had two teams drop out of my league and recruited replacement owners for a dispersal draft a few weeks after the dispersal ended I had another owner drop out that happens occasionally and I hate when it mm-hmm. does but it happens should I have redone the dispersal with three teams first off No, right, Ryan? Definitely no. (laughs) Or just have given the new opening to the new owner. Yes. No other significant league events had taken place like rookie draft waivers. Uh, Unfortunately, the latest team to drop out had the best roster of the three by a considerable margin. So I can see why now he's starting to think maybe he should have. FYI, he just decided to get – one owner and not redo the dispersal you made the right call i can see if the other two owners were like you know if the other two owners wa- really wanted to i can see redoing that dispersal
1: yeah that's that's what i was going to say if yeah. it would only the only way it would work the only way i would do it is if the other people involved were were on board with it and and honestly if they had if those two had made any trades, it sounds like nothing has had gone on in that league. But it, even if they had made any trades, uh, that may be enough to not even give the option. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if you are just done the dispersal and, and if they both wanted to, if they were both in, then I could see doing it. But in general, it, it's just a, a tough situation that happens You know, honestly, it happens almost every year to me, Uh, even after you get people to pay, you get them seemingly committed. And sometimes things come up. Sometimes people just change their mind, honestly. Uh, So you just have to deal with it. Yep. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty easy answer there. One more question in
0: addition to the dispersal. I charged a lower first-year fee for the two replacement owners since I was having issues recruiting replacements. Then another owner dropped out, and I was able to recruit a replacement at the full-year fee since the vacated team had a pretty stellar roster. Should I have given the same discount to the third owner? No. Nope. Definitely nope. no. Larry, Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, it sounds like you did everything right, my man. I uh, We approve. We, we like the way you handled everything. Um, <laughs> there's another email in here from Phoenix, Arizona. Now it's oh just getting goodness. so confusing. It's crazy. Um, how about we make this next
1: one our last one, Ryan? Because we're already at the 30-minute mark. We can do that. Uh, This is from Ryan. Ryan says, Hey guys, I've often heard you say that the last playoff spot should go to the team with the most points. I want to add this to my league. Currently in my redraft league, playoff spots are determined by record, no divisions. To prevent collusion, I have a rule that once you're eliminated from playoff contention, you can no longer trade since you're not playing for anything. How can I make these two rules work work together? Since you can't technically be eliminated from the playoffs if the last spot is for points. Thanks, Ryan. Can you? I don't think Eh, you can. I think you could probably get into an average point thing. So if the middle of the pack teams are averaging 100 points a week and you've got one team averaging 40 points a week, once, once they're like essentially mathematically eliminated. Does that make sense? So I, I, I guess I can see that. I, I mean it. I mean it there is there is a point know, that there is a point
0: where your points are pretty close to mathematically eliminated. Like right? It, yeah. There there is a point of that. I, I will say, like, do you, collusion is so rare, like. I really don't know that, that you're may, I guess maybe see it's a redraft league. So you're not worried about a dynasty team selling assets to a contender in the last week for, you know for picks or whatever and, and altering that and you're not I just I don't I can't imagine it's that big of an issue. I mean you could figure out you know
1: you could actually go by the whatever so the top scoring team in the league. Yeah. 125 a week. So let's let's give everybody credit for having that as a ceiling. So once the last place team is more than 125 per week out of it, right? Yeah. So once they're 250 points back with with a couple weeks left, they're three seventy-five back with three left. Does that make sense? Right. I, I think you could do it that way. It would, it would be a messy rule. It would be messy. Yeah. Um,
0: it, yeah. That's what I should have said. I shouldn't have said that you can't, I should have said whatever you figure out is going to be a little, you know, messy. I, th- I think that's a good way to put it, Ryan.
1: Yeah. And, and I think you're right as well. I mean, you're talking about collusion. The, the thing about collusion and redraft is it's really obvious. It's really obvious in in redraft leagues. Yeah. And it's really easy to fix. You see a terrible trade between a playoff team and a and the last place team, you reverse it. And eh, I was going to say you kick somebody out. That's that that of course depends on the situation in the league or is, is it a friends league, is it a work league, w- whatever. But um at the very least you reverse the trade and and move on.
0: Yeah, there's Oh, man it, it's it, it feels almost impossible for to to find a really really good way here you you mentioned giving that team the ceiling of points but then you're also tacking on what the the league the league's worst average scoring team to the to the teams that are above them in the rankings in the standings mm-hmm. right because like yeah even, that's true. <laughs> So, so you've like the team that's currently set to be the the point spot getter. You you have to assume that they're also going to score the at least the league minimum for the next two three weeks. Um, I'm sure you could figure out an Excel for it. I'm sure you could figure out something that makes it work. Um, but it's 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 going to be a sneaky little tricky messy little thing right there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, yeah, maybe maybe just instead of the league high and the league, you know, add it, just feel just figure out the league average and once you're you know, league average times x amount of weeks out, um, you're eliminated. Yeah. Maybe that maybe that's it.
1: I think that could be it. Yeah. But
0: you're mostly right. If 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 you see a wonky trade, you just fix it. That's really the best way to handle collusion. So, um I think that's all for today, Ron. Oh, he he did have a PS there.
1: Oh, yeah, he did. If there are any SFB spots left, I'd love to be a part of it. Thanks for mm. all you do. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there might so be a few
0: left. Yeah, there's a very common question. <laughs> Uh, consistent asks for SFB spots is uh, it's pretty normal uh, thank you for your question Ryan thank you all for listening this has uh, been another awesome episode, episode. it's a, with a P there not an F mm. episode eh. of Commission Impossible uh, make sure to please give us a 5 star review on whatever you listen to podcasts on uh, I, I was reading through the iTunes once today Ryan did I tell you about this you did not uh, one of the one of the iTunes reviews I, I, I looked for like through the most recent I don't know dozen or so I just I, I don't know why I just looked this up and I was looking at them and one of them said, uh, "I love when Scott grunt laughs. It, it makes me chuckle every time. <laughs> I don't, I'm not even sure what my grunt laugh is, but I like that I have one apparently and it makes that guy chuckle. It's good. It's good. Um, but yeah, apparently I have a grunt laugh that I do on the show a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and and people like it um yeah so tell your friends tell your league mates other commissioners about our show follow the show on twitter at ComishPod. pod email us if you have stuff you want to say at pod at gmail.com follow me on twitter at scott 24 follow ryan on twitter at ryan mc23 thanks for listening have a great day